Bonjour, beautiful Amanda Grant. Hi. Hello. Oh, How you're in bed you? with, with me. <laughs> I can almost feel you and smell you and squeeze you. Oh, it's like the old days of CampFit Pro conferences. When Where we, we shared a room. <gasps> you just reminded me. Was it Moncton? When we got snowed in. We got snowed in. Okay, guys, I'm going to start with the story. So first of all, welcome to In Bed with the Fitness Industry with the absolutely phenomenal, um, incredible leader of hashtag strong nation, Amanda Grant. Thank you so much for joining us, Amanda. Amanda and Thank I have you. worked in the industry for the longest time. She used to always be, because I've done a lot of choreography and a lot of choreography sessions in the fitness industry. And I used to always say, cause Amanda always came, she's amazing. I'd be like, that's what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> From a choreographer's standpoint, she was a dream student to have in the class, but here's the Moncton story. So Amanda and I do the one day CanFit Pro Moncton event. I think it was the last ever Moncton event that CanFit Pro ever did. And she ran it and I did sessions and we worked it together. And the next morning we're all packed cause we shared a room, maybe a bed, who knows? We're all packed. <laughs> And we threw open the blinds and there was a blizzard. How long were we stuck? A day, right? We were stuck for a day. Do you remember having to leave the hotel because we were so hungry? And the only thing close by was a Tim Hortons in a gas station. And we could, it took us like 15 minutes just to get to the gas station because it was so snowy. Such a blizzard. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. see we couldn't see one another. If we, if we were two meters apart then, we would have lost one another in the blizzard. Right? Yes. There's no, no blizzard time. social distancing. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, that's the last time I think we shared a room. And now, um, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining us from your bedroom. Each one of the rooms in your house, I think right now, is being professionally <laughs> occupied for something. Yeah. And so right now, this is what it is. And, and I absolutely wanted to have you on. I did, um, with you know, all the pleasure of my heart, feature you on one of the Shining a Light on because you are one of the people mm -hmm. that when the gyms closed in Canada, it took you two and a half seconds to, to throw yourself um, to be able to, to offer um, group fitness programming and strong nation uh, in particular. Literally, the name, the brand changed during this process. I don't know how long that's been. It feels like it's been a long time, but go through that and be able to learn every single day. And the thing I love is you're sharing with everybody every single day some of the learnings that you have from that. And so, I mean, what had you decide that you're like, I'm gonna move the furniture in my living room and what I've been passionate about for the past few years and doing on a regular basis, I will continue to connect with the, the, the members and my audience and the people who love you. How did you just go like, yeah, I'm moving the furniture. Let's go. Well, it was literally when they announced that the clubs closed, of course, my heart just sank because the first thing was my members. Yeah. What about the people that I get to see every day? Yeah. What about, you know, all those participants coming to classes, even the people at the front desk, you know, when you're coming into the clubs and, and again, that connection. Right. Um, and so it was literally, I need to figure this out and run classes online. Hmm. So essentially at the very beginning, it was, let's just see what happens. I oh literally God. had no idea of, 
you know, what platform to use? Yeah. Should we use Google Hangouts or should I use Zoom or should I use Decast or should I use, you know, there's apparently lots of different platforms out there. Um, and so it really was, I need to figure this out both for myself and from a leadership standpoint of, I need to go through this myself and get in the trenches so that I can be there to support other fitness professionals as they go through this as well. I mean, and, and the generosity of that is amazing. Just think, I, I, can, I can't even imagine, do you know how many people you've trained in formerly known as Strong by Zumba, now known as Strong Nation? Do you know how many people you've trained that are counting, like it's such a generous act of yours to share all this? Well, it's, you know, over the last three years of, of building Strong yeah. Zumba back then and now Strong Nation, there's been close to a thousand instructors that I have, have licensed. Wow. So, you know, these people, and, and the other thing is, is that it wasn't even just Canada. It was now, oh my gosh, all of these instructors from around the world yeah. are dealing with this. Like, I'm very, very grateful that, you know, Zumba and the Strong Nation um, brand is global, right? Mm -hmm. So I had this opportunity to be able to show people that, okay, I'm going to step up and I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to learn with you right? Like mm. I'm very, very transparent. Um, and that's one of the things that I, I always try to drive with is it's not always sunshine and lollipops. And mm. I try to make it as much sunshine and lollipops as I can, of course, to be that motivator and to inspire and, and drive people to their, their own success. But at the same time, I was also very much said to, to the team, I said, guys, this is how it's going to go. I'm going to try this out. Mm. I'm going to learn from it. You guys learn from it. Let's share ideas. And, and that's kind of where it all started from. And you posted just as much of the, from the authenticity part, you're like, okay, tonight didn't work. And you wouldn't just eat a bucket of Ben and Jerry's ice cream and have two glasses of Pinot Grigio. You're like, I'm a turn on the camera now and go to Insta stories and be like, that was a cluster. You know what? That did not work. I'm going to try again tomorrow. Here's a couple of things that I've learned and thank you. And I think that, that that embracing the learning, the growth and the imperfection has given permission to a lot of people to say, to feel the same. And so thank you. Um, yeah. Thank you for that. You and I were just talking, I'm starting literally in three days. Um, my yoga studio in St. Lambert, normally beautiful yoga studios is streaming classes. And it took me a while. It took me a while for a couple of different reasons. One, because my authenticity was, I want everybody to reflect on this versus throw themselves online. I want them to be okay. This is not a contest for productivity. It's a pandemic. And so let's figure out where we go. And it took me a while to be like, I can commit to, and I, what I love about it is it's the time, the time and day that I used to do in my yoga and strength training class. It's Saturdays at 8.30. And I'm like, that's sustainable for me because whether or not after this, I go back to the studio in whichever way the government allows us to do it, or I continue doing it. I'm like, that's, that was my class. Yeah. And so, but people like you who've been like doing this um, have allowed people like me to watch that and be like, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to see how Amanda's doing this. And you and I have spoken and you and I've communicated and I'm like, yeah. how's it going? And in the moments of the highs and the lows, we kept talking. And so I feel like the roller coaster is a lot smoother because pioneers like you <laughs> threw themselves on, went through it. And when I do have the highs and lows, I have somebody to reach out to. So I just wanted to say thank you for that because it's been of course. really inspiration. For, even for people, for me, it's a yoga class, right? Um, so even people outside of the Strong Nation and the Zumba family, thank you so much for doing that. 
how are you? So listen, you shared the technical challenges. Um, from what I understand, you and I don't have, I haven't asked your exact numbers, but a lot of the partners that I have, they've lo lost about 90% of the audience going from free to paid. Um, how are you like still, this makes sense. This is a worthwhile endeavor and I'm still going. How are you figuring that out? So it definitely was a struggle at the beginning of seeing all of the free content and figuring out how am I going to compete with all of the free content. Mm -hmm. And the way I looked at it was there's always been free content. Yes. It's not like all of a sudden all this free content's out there. Um, but the direction that I took and the mindset that I kind of had was people need that accountability. People need mm -hmm. that motivation, especially now that we are trapped or we're not supposed to say trapped. We're safe in our four walls. Good. Um, and giving people that opportunity to say, yes, I can choose to do all of the free content that is out there, whether I'm actually doing it or I'm just scrolling through the feeds and saying, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Maybe I'll try that one day. Maybe I'll try that one day. Yeah. But are they actually doing the workouts? Mm. Um, and that's great. I, I see the, the benefit of offering the free classes. I've put a few free workouts on my feeds as well. Um, again, to be branding myself and to be letting the world know that putting the visibility, it's marketing, putting yeah, the visibility absolutely, out there, right? Because the a lot of people did this before exactly. pre pandemic. And there's always the, you want to put some free stuff out there. You want to put some, you know what I mean? You want to do a little bit of everything else. And there's That's an right. act of generosity and karma that I know is important to you and all of that too. A hundred percent. And so mm. when I first started, I did offer the classes for free, right? Yeah. Um, because that was my learning curve yeah. of not having sound and not being able to hear me and realizing that there was a limit of number of people that were allowed in yeah. certain platforms, right? Yeah. So it was, it was part of that learning experience to say, okay, no problem. Let's do this all together. Come and join me. Try the class. Let's do it. Um, you know, I created a Facebook group that I could really leverage and use as that community yep. and, you know, give those daily updates and remind people that they're doing awesome. And, you know, we could take group photos and I could show those group photos in that yeah. group and really yeah. build that community. Right. Hmm. And of course, yes, when I said that it was time to, you know, start creating that value, it was around what else can I offer that is going to create that value? Okay. And so essentially the way that I looked at it and how I continue to look at it is I have to also invest like this is a business. Like I've had to invest in, I've had to get a new computer for one to be able to manage the, the environment, right. And the quality of the sound, the quality of the camera, the quality of, you know, how the music is coming through, how the microphone sounds and so to me, I felt that I needed to be able to create that experience for people and offer something of quality. Um, and therefore, so therefore, if I'm going to charge, I needed to have everything okay. there, okay. right? Okay. So, you know, I also invested in the upgrade on Zoom, right? So that I could offer one hour classes. Yeah. With, if you do the basic Zoom, it's a 40 minute yeah. and it cuts you off, right? So you know, it has been a struggle to know that 
on my first couple of classes, I had over 60 people that were coming and doing classes because it was free. Yep. And now I'm getting 20, right? So um, there is that bit of, you know, I, I do want to make that positive impact and I do want to inspire people and I do want to impact them in a positive way to keep moving. But at the same time, I'm also a single mom and I don't really know what the future holds yep. in terms of when I'm going to be going back to the gym yep. and what the, what the industry is even going to look like What's when this is like? all done. Right. Yep. 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 So that was, that was really the motivation of, I need to keep a roof over my head. Yeah. I need to feed my son. And right now this seems to be the only way that I can make an income. So this is what I'm going to start with. And I think it's interesting. I mean, the reality is, is in my, the way that I see it, like you said, there was always some free stuff out there. There's just, mm -hmm. you just needed to, to find it. And even when it comes to movement in general, like um, so one, one of uh, our colleagues yesterday, she's like, I've never seen so many people run outside. And I'm like, I wonder if they were all on treadmills before and they just went outside or is it a, everybody's looking for something. Physical activity, fitness itself, movement was always accessible for free to everybody. Now everybody's just making decisions. And there's things, I mean, personally, there's things out there that I'm like, I'm going to do those things for free. And then there's other things I'm going to do paid. And I'm like, I'm putting out content there, but for a full streaming live class, live experience, where to your point, I can look at them. I can keep accountability. I'm coaching them through it. I'm getting that. Um, I actually think it's really close to what you would normally do in a gym. And then it's the, well, we need to start this up and over again. And, and if people want free content, that's okay. If people don't, that's okay too. I have yeah. noticed that even the free content though, the numbers have gone down a lot. Cause you can see it. If people are just on, on Facebook, I can see, and even, I mean, some celebrities that I can see the numbers have gone significantly, which is why I'm convinced just like you, that especially if there's no accountability and the camera's not on them, some of them just eat popcorn. And watching X, it's entertainment. Listen, there's no sports. The closest you can get is fitness people. <laughs> Seeing if they're going to crash into the lap behind it. I think that's, that's right. people's idea of voyeurism right now. Um, and so that didn't mean they were actually doing it. Now there's a little bit of like, no, this is the exercise I'm going to do and, and what I'm going to commit to. So I yeah. appreciate that you're doing that. One thing I wonder is, you know, the people that are very adjustment technique physical because they still exist in yoga too and I'm like how are they losing their damn minds not being like I just want to take my hand and move your knee to the left just just a little which part of the outside outside that's right <laughs> is that what's happening with yeah. you but to that point I actually ran an instructor training this past weekend you did virtually. yeah wow. um which again I was not sure what to expect yeah right um but Again, super grateful that Zumba has allowed us to put this out there and still offer trainings. Now, of course, numbers have dropped because, you know, a lot of people right away say, no, 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 I want that live experience Yep, because that's normal, right? That's, that's the normal. Yeah, that's what we're used yeah. to. That's comfort. Exactly. That's exactly. And it's, it's very few people who are okay with that uncomfort zone and yep being able to commit to something when they're not sure what to really expect. Yeah. Right. So, um, I did this training on the weekend and actually, you know, I'm so much about form and technique, right? Yes. Like alignment, everything needs to be on point. Like that just is from my dance days, but the training was actually great because 
on Zoom, like the names are on each person's camera. Oh my God, that's so good for me because I suck at names. I never yes. thought of that. Right? I thought so it was that. amazing. So I could actually uh, give technique cues to each individual person wow. based on what I was watching while they were um, practicing each of the movements. And then I could say specifically, so-and-so, great job, but watch, keep those knees behind your toes or, you know, watch that your shoulders are not coming forward. Keep those shoulders back and down. And I could yeah. give more individual personalized feedback Yes, and then also take it um, less personal because they didn't feel like they were in a room with all these people and being singled out. Looking at them. Huh? Yes. Interesting. So I, it's just a very different perspective. Yeah. Two things. One, I love that um, you're moving now because we're on beds. Let's, we can both do, I know, right? do this. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the camera moves. The camera. You're legit on beds. This is not a desk, everybody. This is not a desk. Yeah. Um, and two, and it's, so was the first one. So it's a bit of an unfair question. I'd love to ask you this in a few weeks when you've done more. What was, how were you feeling energetically at the end of that day versus a live day? It's new, but how, how did it feel? So that was actually one of my biggest takeaways when I followed up with our lead master trainer um, afterwards, you know, and just to say, you know, how did it go? I said, you know, there were definitely parts of it that I absolutely loved more than even doing it live. Huh. Um, and then it was also that energy, which was very, very hard to mm. maintain because now people were, you know, sitting in there at their house on their couch, right. Watching me talk to them and getting very, very comfortable. And you could see like by the end of the day, you know, <laughs> that energy was really starting to, to be, to uh. be drained. Right. Uh. Um, and even for myself to be able yeah. to try and continue to give that energy through the screen, it was, it was also hard because I was still in my house, right? Yeah. Like Different, it's one thing, used to. right. And, and when you're in that environment and you're at the gym and there's all this energy you're of on. people around, yep. you are in it, right? But you're at home and you're by yourself and you're trying to maintain that energy for eight hours and you, you're trying to give as much as you can, mm. but you can't get it back because yeah, trying no. to get that energy back through the camera is just so much more challenging. Yeah, that would be, I mean, even when this first started, that was my first thing. And I'm like, you have no idea how, if you're not prepared for it, how it sucks the living life out of you to do virtual yeah. because we're used to, we're used to instructors in particular in a lot of different formats, you're used to get applauded at the end of every and getting, you know, a ton, a ton of feedback. So this is a very, very like performers, you know, that part of it too. I would imagine it's the same thing for all of these artists that are online now with their guitars that are used to filling stadiums. And at the end, they're, you know, at least they get the little hearts and everything on Insta stories, but then you're like, all right. Bye. Exactly. And that's <laughs> just, just it. There. The other thing too is, I mean, my apartment doesn't have hardwood floor. My apartment is old school, like carpet. Okay. So to be teaching on carpet, like uh. it's like, it's like conference exhaustion, right? When we're teaching at conferences and everybody's on the carpet for three days and you can just feel it in your body. Yes. It, it drains you. Right. Yes. And, and that's another thing that I've, I've learned through this whole process is, man, I am so grateful for sprung floors and hardwood Floor and, and floor. sun systems and microphones yes. and exactly. human beings <laughs> and human beings. Okay, yes. let me ask you. You've done all of this. 
I know you have a million things. And if anybody wants to reach out to Amanda, um, she's incredibly generous if you want to have some of the tips that she has. But having gone through the back end and the technology of it, whether it's for streaming, for the computer, for audio visual, for payment systems, can you give me your top three so we can share that? Honestly, um, when it comes to running classes online, I would say the first thing is do your research, right? Know what platform works for you because there are so many different platforms out there um, and there's pros and cons to all of them, okay. right? There's parts of, you know, for Zoom, for example, there's a additional feature that you can add on, which is the webinar feature yep. where you can actually be collecting payment directly from um, the Zoom app. So it will link specifically to your PayPal account. And then it's literally just that one link that you can send you to people. You don't have to worry about a different one. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, find what works for you, right? There is so many different products out there and Yes, Zoom has definitely been one that is continu continually talked about. I wish I had shares in Zoom before them. Right? <laughs> but at the same time, like there's also been a learning curve for Zoom, right? Yeah. With the whole security uh -huh. part of it and, and privacy part, right? <laughs> so definitely doing your research is number one. Like yeah. just Google and find, you know, video yeah, conferencing. Pros and cons of, yeah, video. Cool. Okay. Exactly. Right? That's one. Um, the second thing that I would say is test it out once you have selected which platform you want to use. Yeah. Right. So you need to get a couple of friends together and make sure your mic works. Yeah. Make sure the music works, make sure that, you know, there's no lagging mm. and all that type of thing. Because again, that was one of the things that I learned from is, I kind of put it out there and said, here, everybody come to my class <laughs> and realized that now I had 65 people who were disappointed because they couldn't get to do a class. Mm. But at the same time it was, okay, I'm sorry. I should have probably kept this into a smaller, more intimate group to test with first. Got it. And then been able to offer that, that product afterwards. Okay. So definitely test it out first. So, you know, make sure you've got that sound, make sure you've got the equipment um, and then finally, what I would say is don't be afraid to ask for help. Okay. There are so many fitness professionals and every professional, it seems right now yeah. out yeah. there leveraging the opportunity of virtual, right? And so whether it is um, a fitness friend or a business colleague or anyone, find out what they're doing, find out what works, find out what products they're using, um, because you know, as we've talked about collaboration rather than competition yeah. is the new norm, yeah. right? Like we, or at least for me anyway, like Same. I've, yeah. I've always been about collaboration because there's enough of us to go around and there's enough and people now. Exactly. Right. So it literally is, you know, know what you're, you're using. So know your products, research, yeah. research your products, test out your products, make sure that it is what you want. Yes. And then finally, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't feel as though you need to be that superstar and yeah. have to know everything. Yeah. Um, you know, be a little bit vulnerable and allow yourself to make mistakes. Don't feel as though it needs to all be perfect because, mm -hmm. you know, right now we are all in that same boat of 
trying to serve and trying to inspire and motivate and keep people positive. Mm. And, you know, so be, be yourself and go out there and talk to people. And that's what's going to bring you success. Please share with us, Amanda, what keeps you motivated and positive um, and inspired throughout our 2020 is going to look a lot different than what we thought it would. Um, Mm -hmm. How do you stay? What are your moments of gratitude? How do you feed yourself so that you can feed others? We'd love to know. Every morning I follow the same daily routine. And this was even before the pandemic. This has always been a mindset that I I've gotten into and, and a habit that I've gotten into where every single day before I do anything else, I write down five things that I'm grateful for. Okay. And I set that intention right from the beginning of the day. Mm. It's what am I grateful for and focusing on what I have rather than what I don't have. Mm. And in times like this, it's very easy to focus on what we don't have and what used to be. And that whole grieving process right now of what we used to know as normal and and what we don't some, know will be afterwards. And not knowing. And yeah. of course, the uncertainty, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, this isn't the first time that I've had to kind of deal with adversity and come up with solutions really quick to figure out how I'm going to feed my kid, right? It's, um, it's also remembering that it's going to be okay. Mm. And that part of being positive, and I actually posted this on my Instagram today was, Mm. you know, part of being positive is being happy, but it's also knowing that even on the bad days, that there's better days ahead. Mm. And so continually being able to remind myself of that. And, and trust me, as I said earlier, it's not all sunshine lollipops all the time. Like there are days where, you know, you and I have spoken and it's just like, I don't know what's going to happen. And there is that, that fear but I stay grounded by, you know, whether it's meditation, I go to bed every night with meditation. So that's okay. another thing that I always do too. Okay. And then every morning it's focusing on five things, just five yeah. that I'm grateful for. And it's amazing how that sets your mindset. It keeps you grounded. And even during the day and when I get frustrated with like the technology and stuff, it's just, okay, hold on, take a deep breath. You know, again, I'm grateful that you know, and whatever it is, like I've got a roof over my head. I'm grateful yeah. that I have the opportunity to still connect with people through yeah. the technology, whether yeah. it's working hundred percent or not. Right. Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you for being so real and so authentic. And thank you for kicking the butts of people whose butts want said kicking. <laughs> um, and for, for still being the incredibly effervescent, wonderful person that you are, Jatem you, and I miss you. Oh, Jatem you. And I can't oh. wait to see you and hug you. Right? So close. <laughs> see you and hug you again, mon ami. Thank you for everything and be well. Thank you. We'll talk yes, soon. Yes, stay safe. Stay okay. healthy. Thank you.